Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As for Tucker Carlson, this may sound outlandish to some, but there are people who suggested that maybe he would become a Republican candidate himself. And that's because Mm. of the firm grip he has exerted over the GOP in the last few years. I mean, he I I, I should say this. He's the top rated host, not only on Fox, but really all of cable. I mean, he was commanding a huge audience, a huge audience. And he was very influential over that audience. It was a very loyal audience. They tuned in. If you look at the ratings, the ratings would spike on Fox News specifically for Tucker Carlson. And so, yeah, he has a huge sway over GOP primary voters. I I, I think that's why those questions were raised. Tucker Carlson's Hmm. out at Fox. Nobody knows why his last show was Friday, which leads me to think, being in the industry, that uh, it wasn't his choice. Um, although it could have been his choice not to agree to some rules that they were about to lay down, having lost $800 million a week ago. Uh, Yeah, I can practically guarantee Fox Brass went to their hosts and said, here are the new guidelines going forward. Which you can't blame them. (laughs) Well, right. No, I, I totally get that from a business perspective. But Tucker, given his popularity and wealth and and style of being out there on the edge said i can't accept these limitations they probably went back and forth for a while and finally said all right then i'm leaving 
So Tucker Carlson's not just the number one cable news show. He's the, like, number one cable show. Is that right? Because I'm yeah, looking I at think, this. Isn't that the only the thing he said, finished maybe? behind uh, for the week before last was the NCAA women's basketball tournament, and he barely lost to that. So I guess it's just cable shows in general. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, but uh, Bill O'Reilly was that big for 20 years. And when he, did he get quit on his own? Did he get fired? I don't remember. They pushed him out because the the sex scandal stuff. Oh, right, 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 right. During Me Too. Um, so Bill O'Reilly left, and I thought, man, oh, man, what are they going to do with this? they got to get somebody in there that's going to serve the same audience. Tucker, to his credit, again, is, is a couple of guys that are in the business. This took a lot of testicles to do this. He came on and did not think about Bill's audience at all. He just did his own thing completely. And I don't know how many of O'Reilly's people he kept or if he brought in new people over time or what, viewers, but he continued to dominate in that slot, which is really impressive. But he's got a way more loyal audience than Bill O'Reilly ever had. Don't you think? I think it, uh, he's got he, Tucker Carlson is a brand, is a is a worldview in a way that I don't think Bill O'Reilly was. Uh, he definitely um, made it younger. I think and more activist. I don't know if I'd say it's more loyal because O'Reilly had a great audience for a very long time. But well, we're it, about to it, find out. Different. Well, because well, but O'Reilly, you know, went to podcasting and various other things, and the people did not follow him. I think people would follow Tucker. I think he could take million and a half, two million people with him to whatever podcast he decides to go to or if he goes to another network or whatever he decides to do, if that's what he wants to do. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, yeah not to get hung up on this point, but O'Reilly was a warm, familiar, high-quality uh, um, alternative, really the only alternative for conservative America to watch in the evening. And the, he, In the best time slot. On right. a network that was already going to get X number of viewers. Right, but it was not as dynamic a thing as uh, Tucker. Although, I, absolutely. I, O'Reilly was very, very good at his job. Oh, sure. Um, anyway. But Tucker takes the contrary view sometimes to, to the rest of the Fox programming. O'Reilly yeah. never did that. No, that's Tucker true. Tucker sometimes will be 180 degrees from the rest of the Fox hosts and just take his audience that direction, and, and the audience seems to be fine with it. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting in terms of his uh, deciding to go. And I suspect it was a mutual decision, but we'll find out. Because, um, yeah, he has a brand that is very, very strong. And, and as you pointed out, now I get what your point is. It's it's independent of the Fox brand in a way yeah. that O'Reilly's wasn't. O'Reilly's was firmly far, part of that uh, brand. The question yes, is, Michael, how... I accidentally said fart. I know yeah. you're going to save the yeah. tape and yeah. use it through the ears. Are you proud of yourself? We got a remix coming up. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the thing I don't know is how big a deal this is, how important it is. CNN and MSNBC, you're going to go crazy all day long. I'm looking at the Twitter feeds. Everybody on, that hates Fox and Tucker are acting like they won something, that they have accomplished something. I'm not sure you have. I'm not sure you have. If he decides to take his brand and it's completely unfiltered to some sort of different network or podcast you really really may be wrong about having accomplished something 
Well, I tell you one guy in America who you couldn't get a hold of right now, and that's Jesse Waters' agent, because he is on the line with Rupert Murdoch as we speak. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll let them worry about that. A different topic, and we'll try to get the sound for you maybe tomorrow. I I, know, I don't watch Jesse Waters on Fox, and I know a lot of you don't even know who that is, probably. Um, it's a, a, a much lesser-rated show on Fox. But anyway, he had a segment on last week about the Pentagon's budget that I thought was fantastic. John Stewart got into it with a Pentagon spokesman about the budget and the auditing and how the Pentagon doesn't know where giant chunks of nearly a trillion dollars go every single year. So you got John Stewart of the left complaining about that. You got Jesse Waters, Fox News host Republican, complaining about that. And then he brings on Marco Rubio, senator from Florida, Trumpy Jason, um, complaining about that. That, hey, we need to know where this money goes. We give you $800 million and you don't know what it's getting spent on? What the hell? So I thought that was an interesting convergence of like three different crowds really worried about all that pentagon spending and i agree with them by the way we should know where this money is going and i think we're going to jump on that tomorrow aren't we collecting tape and and getting to uh, present that yeah because i think that's important Uh, obviously this is a complete change of direction of the conversation but the uh the pentagon is famously the largest bureaucracy in the world and it is not immune to the diseases of bureaucracy, including the iron law of bureaucracy, which is that over time, the people at the bureaucracy change from serving the purpose of the bureaucracy to serving the bureaucracy itself. And given the astounding amount of money involved and Americans pride in and support for the armed forces, if you're going to be a rational you know, analyst or observer, You've got to admit, that is the perfect formula for gigantic levels of waste, fraud, and corruption. Yeah, waste, fraud, and abuse, they were kind of like throwing that back in the face of people who are always talking about that with big government social programs. Um, I would like to worry about waste, fraud, and abuse in all programs. Sure, one thing I'd like to point out, though. You got people on the right of different stripes saying, hey, we need to look into how the Pentagon spends their money. When's the last time you saw people of the left ever looking into any of these giant social programs and wanting to figure out how they spend their money? That never happens. Even though... And we've argued this many, many times. If you people on the left were more into fiscal conservatism, you would free up money to actually solve the problems you're attempting to solve. But it's worth observing that in D.C., it's not about solving problems. It's about gaining power and holding power. And you spread out cash to do that. And if that's being spent successfully to gain power and hold power all of our whining about actually solving problems or no waste fraud and abuse they don't care yeah if you're a lefty and you could do away with any of the overlapping food programs you might have enough money for your illegal trans abortion homeless person to uh get taken care of you know, that got reminds a, got me. got an illegal trans person of color who, who needs, needs an a abortion. free abortion. Right. Yes. Right. Needs a flight to California for a free abortion. You know, that reminds me. We were discussing... Late-term what, abortion. And a, yes. So you oh, got the, an illegal sake. trans person of color oh boy. who's Here homeless 
Yeah. He needs oh, to get a free late-term abortion. <laughs> and then... Yeah. 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 And then uh, legal protection because they leaked uh, classified information. <laughs> anyway, oh, I don't know how they got it as a illegal transgender person of color. Homeless. Homeless. Oh, <laughs> hard to hard to figure out how they got access, but we'll, we'll nail that down. Uh, you know, it occurs to me, yesterday I said the perfect uh, quote to summarize our times was from the uh, insufferable Dr. Phil show. A, uh, a, a human said, just because I gave birth, that doesn't make me a woman, which is... <laughs> Hilarious. And we've got to get that actual audio because I think that is up there for the clip of the year. Oh, that's a good one. Now, the Marjorie Taylor Greene thing, I think, is leading the pack. But you can't judge in April what the clip of the year is going to be. It's all about the zeitgeist. Too early to say. Had that New York Post headline from last week. Trans woman at airport security complains her testicles were injured. The phrase her testicles is something that was not going to show up in the history of the world up until fairly recently. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Oh, yes, thank you, Elon. Oh, speaking of the clip of the year, um, uh, I, I would point out again that saying her testicles got injured is not primarily about respecting that person. It's about getting you to obey. It's about getting you to put aside reality in favor of obedience to what you're told to say. I will you, not say yep. her testicles. You're right. If you say or write her penis, they they at that moment say, we got them. We got them. They're scared yeah, of us. They're scared of us. Exactly. They're on their heels. They're backpedaling. Now we can push them around. And I'm not going to taunt or hurt the feelings of any transgender no. person. Certainly not but I will not be ordered to say what is clearly against reality. Uh, we got much more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I should never look at Twitter. I'm so easily annoyed. I saw some blue check mark lefty talking about Tucker leaving Fox. Tucker Carlson, welcome to the resistance. Like those, Oh, shut like the, the freak up. <laughs> I know. Annoyed oh, me too. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... No, it doesn't. It doesn't even reach the level of annoying me. It's so pathetically self-important. Oh, you're funny, my friend. You, you have you, you have gotten an LOL out of both of us. We thank you. You brave Sandinistas drove Tucker Carlson from his perch <laughs> with your tweets that risked the wrath of another guy. Your tweets and could have gotten you thrown in nowhere oh, you're brave <laughs> wear your beret sports your beard you courageous revolutionary you oh, thanks twitter <laughs> so i have a couple of stories about money and business and fraud in china and that sort of thing it occurred to me when i saw the china headline i went grill shopping over the weekend it was time to replace my my outdoor grill my gas grill and um and i did more research than i generally do and drove around a lot and looked at a bunch of grills uh, grills, not girls. Well, I might have looked at some girls, too. Eh, I'm not dead yet. Anyway, um, and and I ended up getting one online, though I usually like to support my... Grill, uh, not a girl. Uh, right. <laughs> no, I got my girl the old-fashioned way. I wooed her. Banjo on my knee. Oh, many years ago. But uh, a couple of things. Uh, I, I ended up getting one online because I was standing there in the big box. Oh, my God. Is this... Seriously, Don Lemon says he's been fired from CNN. What is this? The Purge? I'm sorry, that just the it just flashed across. Just got a news would, uh, alert. Would Tucker Carlson leave Fox and Don Lemon CNN this, in the, within an hour of each other? I wonder if somebody is staging a fight to the death. Uh, okay, that's my theory. <laughs> Cage match to the death. <laughs> they're gonna announce. They're gonna announce a a. Uh... Yeah, one of those MMA battles. $100 million um, per man, right? You live, you keep it. 
Do you remember a couple of weeks ago when Tucker Carlson oddly praised Don Lemon for taking on people with that whole Nikki Haley's not uh, in her prime? And he he did a weird because he's been making that's fun of Don Lemon. bizarre. And then the fact that they both leave within an hour of each other is there any chance that they're getting together no. and starting some sort of no. project? President, no. vice president, <laughs> he, <laughs> Michael. Oh, yeah, that whole Tucker wants to run for president, that, that, there's one thing I bet you money ain't going to happen. I don't think he has any interest in that. He has mocked Don Limon so cruelly through the years, that's just impossible. It's well, that's why I was so shocked when he went full-throatedly in respect for Don Lemon, willing to stand up to the crowd that is so politically correct. Boy, that's bizarre. That's they both weird. Leave that's hard to explain. Of each other? Chris Cuomo, Secretary of State. <laughs> All right, Michael. Hey, you're rolling. Why not? Keep throwing them out there. Oh, so anyway, uh, if you're done with that, I, uh, I I was standing there in the big box store, and I was uh, you open the grill and off, and they have the manual in there. And I was reading the manual. I thought, wow, that's a great feature. That's a great feature. Then I realized, wait a minute, this grill doesn't have that feature. Oh, that's a different model, kind of a sister model. And mm. you may know this. The manufacturers of everything from lawnmowers to leaf blowers to grills to whatever, they have models specifically made for the big box stores. And I often they're, they're, yeah, they're... No idea. They're often they're fewer features, uh, thinner metal, whatever. Really? Um, so the big boxes can offer them at lower prices. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I ended up getting the grill online. But interestingly enough, this oh, grill everything? is like refrigerators and washers and dryers. And are, are you uh, talking just yeah. grills or no? In many, many cases. Yeah, I had no idea of this. Yeah, and sometimes it's legit. It's that's a good way to save money, and and sometimes it's just not as good a product. But um, this Canadian company that makes this grill, and I'm not here to pitch it or anything, but I was doing their website was really good. You could compare various models uh, side by side by side, which is handy. Um, and the model made in Canada, and then the same model they had a slightly different number. It was made in Japan. The one in Canada was more expensive, but it had a lifetime warranty on everything. The one in China had 15 years on this, 10 years on this, five years on these two things, and only a two-year warranty on those things. That's interesting. Yeah, it was. It was an interesting shopping experience. More on Canada and technology and money uh, coming up next. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fabulous Don Lamont. Tucker Carlson. Talking about Don Lamont. Both of them are out at their respective jobs. Tucker Carlson is out. (laughs) Tucker Carlson is out at Fox. (laughs) Don Lemon is out at CNN. Nobody knows why. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Ian Bremmer just tweeted, Trump slash Carlson 2024. I could be wrong, but I've never gotten the sense Tucker has the slightest interest in uh, running for office. Mm. Be a pay they cut. S- they say every senator wakes up and looks in the mirror and sees a president. Every cable talk show host perhaps has a fantasy. They deal with issues. They're smart. It's not out of the question. Generally goes the other direction. You get in politics and then you go to cable news host to make money money for your family and spout nonsense yeah it could be he has enough money now it's time to change the world although i have no idea what tucker actually believes i I, probably i've got a well that's not true i have an idea what he believes but i also suspect very strongly he he made the decision that he was going to maximize profit even if his heart wasn't in it uh those emails i don't know that i actually don't know yeah. Anyway, moving along. So I thought this was so interesting. Uh, article in the New York Times, the end of faking it in Silicon Valley. I tend not to accumulate these stories. We're always digging up the next thing and talking about it. And so I don't have a great memory for, oh, you don't remember when Chuck Schumer said this about Nancy Pelosi 17 years ago? No, I don't. I forget that stuff. Um, and in the same way, this article is all about all the fraud in Silicon Valley, the end of faking it in Silicon Valley. And they go through, uh, take what happened in the past two weeks. Charlie Javis, the founder of the financial aid startup, Frank, was arrested, accused of falsifying customer data. A jury found Rishi Shah, co-founder of the advertising software startup Outcome Health, guilty of defrauding customers and investors. And a judge ordered Elizabeth Holmes, uh, Theranos gal, to begin an 11-year prison sentence on on, uh, April 27th. Now, that's just the last two weeks. Those developments followed the February arrests of Carl, Carlos Watson, the founder of OZ Media, and Christopher Kirchner, Kirchner, founder of software company Slink, both accused of defrauding investors. Still to come is the fraud trial of Manish Lachwani, a co-founder of the software startup Headspin, set to begin May, and that of Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX, who faces 13 fraud charges later on. And that's not the whole list. 
But it's all about how, and this reminds me so much of the question uh, to John Dillinger, sometimes attributed to like uh, the Jesse James or something. Why do you rob banks? That's where the money is. There isn't any money in banks compared to Silicon Valley. Mm, especially during a certain period of time over the last 20 years. Or if you had yeah. something even sounded like a good idea, there were gazillionaires willing to throw money at you. Yeah, wow. And then they go, there are more to come. All these different websites and startups that raised a billion dollars in, uh, in, in financing, like IRL, a messaging app that investors valued at a billion dollars, is being investigated by the SEC for allegedly misleading investors about how many users it had. Rumby, a laundry delivery startup in Ohio, allegedly fabricated a story of financial success to secure funding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, God, why didn't I do that? Rumby. I know. Um, there has we, never we deliver motor oil to lawnmower owners who um, need uh, oil. <laughs> wow! Wow! How much money do you need? Uh, Five million. Done. <laughs> I know there have been books and TV shows, but th- there will be great books and movies about this period of time over the last twenty years or so. Someday written. I mean, it, there's never been a gold rush like th- that. Gold rush. The amounts mm-hmm. of money you could make overnight, and I've said before, if I if I would if I had been twenty one when this was going on, I think I'd have just picked up and moved to Silicon Valley and just tried to figure out a way to get some of that money. Yeah, yeah. Well, there have been kind of two booms. There was the you know year two thousand dot com bubble and bust, and then the last you know five six seven years has been notable. Uh, but similar, I, I guess, very similar. So the, the dot-com bust, remember when the Super Bowl was all dot-com ads and then the, almost all those companies went away. People were throwing money just because they came up with a name. All mm-hmm. you had to do was come up with a name dot-com and people would give you gazillions of dollars with the assumption you'd just fill in the, the easy part is like creating the business that does something in terms of profit. Everybody acted like that's the easy part. And it's been that way for a couple decades now. It's weird. So the point of the article is that uh, they're they're getting much tighter and better due diligence and that sort of thing. But mm. it's astounding the amount of money that's been stolen. I mean, <laughs> just astonishing. Speaking of tech, he says, pivoting. Uh, really interesting. Uh, the topic of AI development in the United States versus China and how far behind China is. And uh, this story also from the uh, Times of New York echoes the main reason. China's need for censorship in so many different areas and so many different ways is making it impossible for Chinese scientists to move quickly and, and unleash this stuff. They just can't allow freedom of information collection and dissemination in the way that you need to develop this uh, technology because they're under constant scrutiny by the uh, the authorities. Uh, they give the example. Early in 2020, on the same day that a frightening new illness officially got the name COVID-19, a team of scientists from the U.S. and China released critical data showing how quickly the virus was spreading and who was dying. study was cited in international health warnings and appeared to be a model of international collaboration. Within days, though, the researchers quietly withdrew the paper, which was replaced online by a message telling scientists not to... Si- I'm sorry, I have the wrong article open. Um, anyway... Uh, but it's interesting that, well, I guess I made the point already. And it's funny. I clicked on the wrong headline. I have so many open. Uh, da, 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 da. But China's screwed in terms of AI because it can't be done with heavy censorship. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Right. It is. Uh, uh, back to the COVID thing. Do we have time for this? Yeah. Why don't we play clip 20, then I'll get into that. The problem is that we're going to do this again. If there's another pandemic, and there will be another pandemic, the the the, the, the lockdown kind of path is set in stone at this point unless there's a reckoning unless we do an honest evaluation of our pandemic response which by all measure was a disaster we we harmed our children yes. we destroyed our economies we didn't save people from covid we still have you know over a million some deaths from covid uh, in the united states you know millions of others in the around the world uh, so what did we gain um, the, the key thing, I think, now going forward is we have to insist on an honest evaluation. And that's going to take some political action, actually, I'm afraid, because uh, the, the, the leaders that did this do not want to evaluate themselves. And when they do, they give themselves awards. So that's Dr. Jay Patakaraya from uh, Stanford, who's been a frequent uh, critic of the uh, the mainstream approach to COVID. And this is the way this feature was supposed to go. That was going to lead us into the uh, article about how... China has been censoring information, uh, pulling back papers, uh, killing the access to studies and data, and is doing so to this day. If somebody in uh, New York City, Chicago, uh, University of uh, whatever, California, comes across a study that shows, as we learned, uh, or a report that shows, as we learned last week, that Chinese uh, government officials and experts rushed to the Wuhan Institute in November of 2019 to uh, give a, 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 a mandatory refresher course in lab safety protocols, those reports are vanishing from online the minute they're, they're publicized. So China, to this very day, is censoring or interfering with any inquiry into the origins of COVID. Now, there's only one reason they would do that at this late date. And that's obviously because they were at fault in the, you know, the beginning in the early stages of COVID. Remember, it was strictly forbidden in social media and mainstream media, the Washington Post, the New York Times, Facebook, Twitter. It was forbidden to discuss the idea that there was a lab leak and the Chinese authorities were covering it up. Do not forget that as the so-called legacy media or as a... Uh, um, uh, Matt Taibbi called it the used to have a legacy media um, tells you what to think and, and how to behave these days. It was an unbelievable level of evil that I don't think is people are fully reckoning with to cover up for the Chinese government as millions of people died. So there's that Chinese reckoning that should happen at some day, and I'm not sure it will. But I, do, I really don't think we're ever going to have the conversation in the United States about the actual stats and what went right and what went wrong, what age groups we over-scrutinized for no good reason. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think our chance, if there was one, was the midterm election, if Republicans wanted to make a big deal out of it, and for whatever reason. That whole idea of elections are always about the future, I hate that. When people say that, I always hate it. Why? Why are elections always about the future? I think maybe politicians of both sides like to say that so nobody ever looks at what they just did. Why are elections supposedly always about, no, people vote on the future. Maybe that's true. I don't know. But why? Why wouldn't we want to look at what this party did most recently and penalize them for having failed at it? 
sure, I screwed this up and I was bad at this and I squandered that. But in the future, I will bring you blessings beyond your imagination. Oh, that sounds good. Blessings, you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are stupid. <laughs> people are stupid. And the other uh, point I want to make, though, we don't have any time. Maybe we'll revisit it tomorrow, is the utter <laughs> disingenuousness of the New York Times in covering this. Who wrote this? A couple of people I don't know. Um talking about all the different uh, organizations who enabled the Chinese, who uh, Western journal editors enabled those efforts by agreeing to communist edits or withdrawing papers for murky reasons, the Times is reported. Groups, including the World Health Organization, have given credence to muddled data and inaccurate timelines. Yeah. Um... New York Times, uh, uh, check the log in your own eye to cite the good book, huh? Lion liars. Oh, there's one more. Lion liars and the lies they lie. Right. The next uh, 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 frontier in batteries, Jack, lithium ion can pound sand. Folks, the next thing is sodium. Sodium batteries. I'm looking forward to the next great leap forward in batteries. I'm, I'm hoping this is a thing of the past soon. The idea that your watch is dead, your phone is dead, your tablet is dead. Batteries will have well, such long life and be so easy to power up. That is almost certainly coming. Although the pitch sure. on sodium is that uh, sodium is a far cheaper and more abundant material. It's found all over the world. Uh, you can charge it. Recent breakthroughs mean that a s- sodium batteries can now be recharged daily for years chipping away at a key advantage of lithium batteries. Um, But uh, here's the caveat. China is miles and miles and miles in front in sodium battery uh, development. We got the AI, absolutely, but they're all about the batteries. I read the other day from some supposed expert that you should never let your iPhone get below 20 or above 80. Keep it between 20 and 80 for maximum battery life. Whatever. Who's got the time? I've heard so many conflicting uh, pieces of advice on that. I just ignore it. Yeah, I go with the New York Times article. Guy did an exhaustive study for a long time, and his conclusion was the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Whatever extra battery life you get out of doing all those rules is way more work than it's worth, so don't worry about it. That's kind of what I've gone with. Um, uh, Speaking of uh, uh, the iPhone, for some reason, whenever I type yipes, (laughs) it changes it to the apes. So if I so if I so <laughs> if I voice apes. text if I voice text um going to be 90 95 degrees today the apes or Trump's <laughs> Trump's up by 30 in Iowa the apes people Tucker always, Carlson just left Fox News the, the apes, apes. <laughs> people always the apes the apes what jack People always we'll take seem over under- the planet. <laughs> People seem understandably confused by my texts whenever I do that. Uh, we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Tucker Carlson's leaving Fox. It's being portrayed as fired or a variety of things on social media. I don't think anybody has any idea at this point. 
Um, he did say on Friday, see you Monday at the end of a show, and I think he thought that. Although I believe we said that at the end of a show one time when we knew we were leaving. So who knows? Um, yeah, I'm almost really? sure we did. That doesn't, that doesn't seem like something we would do. No, it sounds like something I would say, absolutely. I think when we left Charlotte, we knew we were leaving, and we said, see you Monday. I think we even teased some big thing we were going to do. But anyway, um, because uh, we were smart, Alex. We were young, smart, Alex. Uh, so uh, Glenn Greenwald is pointing out on Twitter. Oh, that's right. Now I remember why. Because we'd gotten tipped off. Yeah, yeah. That things were going to blow up. But yeah. they hadn't told us yet. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. That's right. All right. <laughs> I believe we teased some like extraordinary stuff we were going to do, knowing that we weren't going to be back. But um, uh, Glenn Greenwald, who is a very interesting cat, if you don't know him, but uh, he is a guest on Tucker a lot. But he pointed out to how Tucker and Hannity were in complete disagreement about a lot of major issues. And um, I don't know if that contributed to tucker leaving or not like if fox felt like they had to pick a side i don't have any idea but you know never see that on msnbc or cnn you know i didn't invent this but i love this saying that cnn will have a round table with eight guests on and they all agree i mean what is the freaking point of that whereas right. fox you have their two biggest money making hosts 180 degrees apart on the war in ukraine for instance or trump or whatever um isn't that's better isn't it oh yeah conflicting we have views we have a couple of listeners who've commented on that via email that they listen to a variety of shows or listen to slash watch and they said oh yeah there's a lot of disagreement and, and like energetic uh, argument going on on the right in a way you never see on msnbc your host for final thoughts joe getty hey let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day there he is pressing the buttons in the control room our technical director michelangelo michael final yeah. thought yeah i was just reading this press release uh, i guess fox is cutting cost and uh replacing tucker is to be the jim belushi political hour so uh, wow that's surprising he keeps bouncing back uh jack a final uh, thought well, for that, us? that was a bust that that you final know, thought was a bust um, it's best to just move along yeah I took my uh, boys to get haircuts on Saturday, and they both got fabulous hair from their mom. And I rarely am bothered by the fact that I have been hair challenged my entire life and I'm a bald man. But looking at my my youngest son got a mullet, and then my older son got some cool guy like modern haircut. And I thought eh, it'd be kind of fun to be able to do that. I've never had that opportunity. It's never been an option. So. Mm, it's a sad tale indeed. Uh, yeah. My final thought is uh, echoing back to, I think, hour two of the show? Or was it hour three when we talked about squatters in Florida and, and, and laws that handcuff property owners when somebody's occupying their house? Everybody, this is what we're going to do to be activists on this issue. Break into your neighbor's house, and when they come home, announce that you now live there. You're not a burglar, you're now a squatter. And it will take you weeks, months, or sometimes a year to get tossed out of their house. And they can't lay a finger on you. If we all do it, there will be a movement to overturn those idiotic laws. Mm. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. 
Get yourself a power drill. Get to work on that deadbolt. Uh, so many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The hot links are there. A&G swag is there. You can drop us an email. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I've got a house uh, in mind to squat in. It's got a pool. It's going to be hot this weekend. I'll squat there. Um, I'll make you won't want to be in that house when I'm done with it. Uh, we'll see you nice. tomorrow. God bless America. So, I kept hearing about this thing called... Armstrong and Getty. It's outrageous. And so grotesque. <laughs> it's just so great. Okay. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. Damn have the f- son of a bitch. Well, I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. No! That's a moron. Get out of here, you moron! <laughs> oh, so, let's go out with a bang. O'Reilly's was firmly far, part of that uh, brand. On that high note, have a terrific day. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.